A few years ago, my wife Anita and I received an invitation signed by baseball legend Hank Aaron to become charter members of the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. At that time, the founders of the museum were attempting to raise $250 million from private sources and individuals. After a groundbreaking ceremony on February 22, 2012, founding director Lonnie G. Bunch wrote that he couldn't wait to open the doors to the museum. He added, for the first time, a grand central venue will be available for everyone to explore, understand, and see precisely how the African-American experience has shaped our nation. Included with the invitation was a copy of a May 13, 1958 letter from Jackie Robinson to President Eisenhower urging the president to take a more forceful stand on civil rights. Eisenhower, speaking at the summit meeting of Negro leaders, had told those in attendance, including Robinson and Martin Luther King, to have patience. In the letter, Robinson argued that any plea for patience crushes the spirit of freedom in Negroes and gives hope to segregationists. He reminded Eisenhower that the federal government's failure to enforce compliance with Supreme Court's Brown versus the Board of Education decision allowed Arkansas Governor Orville Favis to use the National Guard to prevent the integration of Little Rock Central High School. Only when Eisenhower finally ordered the 101st Airborne Division to Little Rock were nine African-American children able to enter the building and integrate the school. Robinson urged Eisenhower to become more active, to speak out against segregation, and put the force of the federal government behind his words. Robinson concluded that 17 million Negroes cannot do as you suggest and wait for the hearts of man to change. To enjoy the rights granted to all Americans, Negroes must pursue aggressively goals which all other Americans achieved 150 years ago. Jackie Robinson's letter was written less than two years after his retirement from baseball in 1956. In 1962, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, where his plaque reads, in 1947, Jackie Robinson broke the major league's unwritten color barrier, becoming the first black player in the 20th century. While the Hall of Fame placed Robinson in the company of Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb, the founders of the National Museum of African American History and Culture wanted to place Robinson in the company of African American pioneers in the cause of civil rights. In a pamphlet explaining the mission of the museum, they offered examples of stories that must be told, history that must be remembered. Among the pamphlet stories were those for the popular barnstorming pilot Bessie Coleman, who was the first African-American woman to earn a pilot's license, and New Orleans cornet player Charles Buddy Bolden, who developed a musical style that became known as jazz. The pamphlet also featured former slave Fanny Jackson Coppin, the first African-American principal of an educational institution, and Shirley Chisholm, who in 1968, just months after the assassination of Martin Luther King, became the first African-American woman to be elected to a seat in the United States House of Representatives. After years of dedicated and determined effort, the Smithsonian Museum of African-American History and Culture was completed and opened its doors to the public on September 24, 2016. At the opening ceremonies, President Barack Obama was able to send a signal to ring the bell of the First Baptist Church in Williamsburg, Virginia. The church was founded by slaves and free blacks in 1776. After the ceremony, the bell was shipped for display at the museum. While Ani and I were not at the opening ceremony, we are proud charter members of the museum. We we'll look forward to a visit in the near future and learning more about our country's rich and complex 
African-American history and culture. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.